0: Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wong. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show with us in yes. some way, in some place, in the world, wherever you are. Um, welcome. If you're new to the show welcome with an exclamation point. If you are returning, welcome with an exclamation point. <laughs> we, we love all of you just as much. <laughs> uh, we've got a very exciting show on because uh, this is no less than the fifth time we have attempted to make this show happen. And uh, we're just going to get, we're just going to introduce this person. Who are you, person?
1: Hey, this is Dave Denton. I uh, own and operate Seafoam Pedals.
0: Dave Denton, Seafoam Pedals. They'd be worn out by now. Uh, yeah, most likely. Yeah, so we're really excited because, uh, you know, Dave was kind enough to let us play a, a full range of his pedals, and um, that was a long time ago. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah. So we're, As I remember, they were all Seafoam Green. They were, and they all said <laughs> Seafoam right. on them. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so, ladies and gentlemen, t- we're going to ask Tony uh, a quick question. Tony, what do you do? What do we do? What do we do on this show? We like to talk about gear, and
2: we like to talk to the people who make gear, specifically boutique gear. That would be things like guitars and amps and pedals and accessories, and sometimes we have these things we call 101s, and those are Jared's favorite, I think. That's right. He's a fan. And that's where we, we learn
0: specifics, but that's, that's not tonight. Tonight, we're talking about seafoam pedals. That's right. Uh, so, welcome again, Dave. Now, for those uh, who are able to track where, you know, the show uh, via some kind of device, where can people find what you do?
1: So, our website's up, uh, com, And then we're pretty active on Facebook and Instagram as well. If Great. You can hit us up there.
0: Awesome. So, go check Seafoam out at your uh, whatever your favorite digital. Um, platform is and dave where are you calling from i'm calling from south alabama south alabama which is kind of it's it's kind of weird to say south alabama because it is the whole thing is south (laughs) oh yeah for sure yeah you get you have to make the distinction between south alabama
1: and north alabama what's what is the distinction Hmm. How can I say this politically? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe just skip right over that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, in South Alabama, we're, it's is more a little more beachy down here. Uh-huh. We're at the Gulf Shore. Yeah. Of Alabama, so right next to the Mobile Bay, right next to the Gulf of Mexico. Nice.
0: Sounds sounds mighty nice down there. It's beautiful, man. I have Can't been to the phone. Gulf Shores uh, down there. I have stayed there. Anyway, this isn't the geography thing. What am I? I'm so focused on this because I went there one time. Whatever. I'm an idiot. Let's, let's see here. So uh, we've got a couple of announcements real quick. Uh, we need to thank Rode. Rode. For, thank you, Tony. Uh, for the Rodecaster Pro, uh, our beautiful unit that makes this all happen. And we also need to thank Rode for our Procaster mics. Mm, which are disconnected from articulating arms right now. We all have desktop things of some sort or mic stands or whatever, but we can't wait to get back to them.
2: Yes, I'm developing a hunch in my back from not having an articulating arm.
0: Yes, Uh, and also (laughs) leaning down to eat pizza. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, I I suspend a pizza in the air. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Although, uh, yes, okay, so um i was just gonna make a stupid joke talk
2: more about road
0: yes so yeah exactly road has provided these things for us and they also recently provided a fantastic giveaway um and oh man if you are new to the show we have giveaways for our patrons. We also do giveaways on our uh, on Instagram too um, but we we uh try to put give as many to our patrons uh, for supporting our show. so if you are considering that, that is a bonus perk. I'm just saying He's saying it yep uh oh yeah we we just gave away a fop star pedal on on for for our patrons too so here we go uh. We need to get on with uh, what's going on this week, gentlemen. So, yes, Tony Baloney, do. why don't you lead us off, and then we'll hear from Dave.
2: Okay. Well, this week um, it, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, I've I've had a lot of things on back orders, and in some, you know, even locally, and and some things from around the country, some around the world, uh, materials and such. And I was very pleased today. Um, uh, I, I, I order some parts and some materials uh, from all parts in Houston and they have been kind of like really scrambling there's I talked to John there and he's the only guy that could hook up to the uh, to the internet and the phone system so he has been essentially taking all of the orders uh, helping with fulfillment and helping things get shipped out so I had to actually add a couple of more things to my last order and uh uh, they were able to ship things out today, so things are getting a little bit better. I've had uh, you know some some local companies uh, where I get like th- uh, templates laser cut, and uh, my one guy uh, has been busy making these called aerosol boxes. They're for uh, uh, anesthesiologists to put over the uh, you know over the the patient's head so that nothing splashes up at them. Uh, it's got like two armholes and uh, uh, Don and Joe down there have been making these things for, he said, "For I think we we were making for everybody in the state of Ohio. It's like a clear plexiglass box. So, uh, so he said, but I'll try to get your stuff worked in today, which, you know, I understand. They're, you know, got to make hay while the sun shines, as they say, but... The good news is, at least from my perspective, is it seems like things are kind of getting back to normal. Um, uh, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see what normal actually is in maybe another month or, or so. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, that's encouraging. Words of encouragement today from Tony at Pit Guardian.
0: Good, good. <laughs> uh, Dave, what is going on in your music world? Oh, man. So my family is moving
1: this week. So we're in the process of packing all of the gear up and getting everything mm-hmm. in boxes to move over. And I pulled out... Um, mine's more, uh, a little more just practice-related. Um, I pulled out an old box of all of these classical pieces that I did in college and started trying to brush up on them a little bit when I should have been packing. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> so I pulled out this uh, this uh, Bach Prelude in D minor and tried to work it back up. Just frustrated with myself
0: that I can't play it. It was ten years ago that I could. On guitar. On guitar, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I've only ever played it in G, so that's. Um, oh yeah, uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it in F sharp. Yeah. You're no, you're too late on that one, Tony. You gotta, you gotta jump. Oh you gotta gosh. jump. Come on now! Oh, you, come on! Is killing you. Hey, it uh, is. Jared, it's what's going mean. on with you this week, buddy?
3: So, uh, I had to get another gentleman pedal from our favorite gentleman, Drew Poppe. <laughs> Has and ever
2: anyone ever suggested what? that you might have a sickness? <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not feeling the greatest right now. Are you a Gemini by
2: chance?
0: Cause, no, because you seem to buy everything in twos. Yeah, no, sometimes I, fours. He said he's getting a, he's he's getting another charger too, and I'm like, you like the same thing? Challenger? So goes, no, dummy. I don't. Challenger? 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 He says no, I don't. And I said you got so you got two of these. You got how many Marshalls? You got how many Les Pauls? You got how many SGS? You got how many? Uh, many I'm going to trade in the the Challenger I have. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyways. Yeah. So, so you got yeah, another one of those yeah. gentleman pedals.
3: Well, it was purple. I had to get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was purple. Had to get it. I've got plenty of amps I can use it
0: on. He made that so. th- that was the he made one purple one, didn't he? And I bought it. Yeah, good man. Yep. It's I sent him a, out there.
3: you know, I sent him a little more than he was asking. Those, those are really nice pedals and he sent me actually an extra an extra pedal it's uh one of the pedals that change the uh um phase of your amp uh-huh i have to look into it a little better but uh all seriousness no, i've been um playing music with my buddy again uh
0: through you uh, said that band. when last week was the last of that and the week before that Ugh. no it actually works so yes and we're cool. doing well. So excellent! Another stunning update. Um. <laughs> can, can I talk about my metal labels again?
3: I said I got a new car. <laughs> what do you want no. from me?
0: <laughs>
1: uh. hey, can, a big I, can I make you some metal
2: right labels for your car? Yeah. Hey,
1: I do have a question mm-hmm. about sure for for playing music with people online. Did you say you jammed with somebody like through a?
3: No, I didn't. We didn't play at the same time. He writes music and stuff, and I had on. I add the salt and pepper in it with my guitar.
0: They were just so. doing it over GarageBand.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. I've seen some some online things where you can loop and kind of play live with somebody. Yeah. I was wondering if you'd kind of mess with that a little bit. I mean, we probably could, but...
0: So, no. Just haven't... That's Yeah, I don't know how to oh, do okay. it, but... Yeah, yeah. The answer is no. What's the question?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, boy. I could, but I can't. Tony, jump in. Oh, how about you, Todd? Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Well, so this week, um, I was very excited because um, I was listening to sound bites of a new album coming out by X, which is one Mm. of my absolute all-time favorite bands. Um, uh, Billy Zoom was a huge influence on me as a guitar player. And uh, so they've got a new album coming out called Alphabet Land, and I'm really looking forward to um, having it. Oh wow! Uh, and that's one that I, you know, I'm definitely going to go purchase because I want to support them. What's Tush. interesting is this is their first uh, studio album in 35 years. Yeah, and it wow. sounds awesome. Like I'm really, I'm, I'm really, really pleased with what they, uh, what they've created. Uh, so that got me to going. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna play along with some Billy Zoom. So I, uh, I just started jamming out to like a, a whole bunch of. Uh, I just hit the the. You know, uh, this is X on uh, on Spotify and just uh, played along. And um, nice. I think you know my my Hagstrom Viking uh, basically you know kind of helped with that sound a little bit because he he plays a Gretsch and you know mm-hmm. they're a little a little similar there no not, really. not at all it's, well more similar than my jazz master smasher sh- thing yes um, anyways it was it was a whole lot of fun and uh, i got really loud and, and it made me happy so thank you billy cool. zoom john doe Exine servinka and dj bone break for making amazing music still after all this time
2: is that is that the uh, the the uh, lineup for the new album
0: that's the same, that's all the same people. Yep. Yeah, I'm just saying because Dave Allen played for a little everybody. while. Yeah. Anyways, Jared, look out! One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Mm. All right, Dave Denton from Seafoam Pedals. Let's finally hear your four on the floor. I've been waiting a long time to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: sweet. So first up, I always use a compressor. And... There's a compressor that I love pretty much more than any other one that I've tried, which have been a lot, because um, I play single coils into Fender-style and, and Vox-style amps a lot. Mm-hmm. And so just to beef them up and make them sound like a guitar should coming through the amp, I use a compressor. So the compressor that's on my board all the time is the Origin Effects Cali 76 Compact Deluxe.
2: That one has been on before, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's been on quite a few times. I <laughs> used to have the times, huge yes. unit that would take up about half a pedal board. You <laughs> know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The massive one. So I had that one, and at one point I had the slide rig, which is two of them in one box. But it's still, I mean, it's. I want to say it, it was like a 10 by wow, 5 inch enclosure. It was <laughs> massive. Yeah. And so when they came out with the Compact Deluxe that was a third of the size of the big one, I just said, I have to get that. Because at at one point, I had a mini board, literally all mini pedals with one huge slide rig sitting on the top of it. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Uh, So that one is definitely the first in my chain, if I could only have four.
0: (laughs) Well, you gotta uh, give it up to like them and like exotic, and I'm trying to think of like a couple other that like, where they they they, they just kind of make the thing. They make the thing, and that's what they make, and that's what they're known for. And oh know. yeah, you're
1: talking about the SP compressor,
0: or well, uh, or the uh, the EP boost. Oh, the EP you know. boost. So that's yeah, two yeah. things. Two things that they do. <laughs> and the SL drive is a great drive pedal, too. Yeah. That's sure. three, thing,
2: three
1: things. Three things that they do.
0: That's true. Keep, keep, right. keep throwing uh, letters at them. My point has on. been
1: made. <laughs> yeah, just just two letters and then some type of effect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have found Spanish the formula. Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no one of us spe- yes. expects a Spanish
0: Inquisition. All right, Dave. What's number two? All right, so number two,
1: uh, my
0: favorite drive pedal of all time
1: is a pedal that came out oddly uh, pretty quickly after the Clom was released. And Maxon, the original Tube Screamer company, and I'm sure there's people that would fight me on that, um, but Tube Screamer developers, I'll say that, Yes. The, uh, they released a pedal called the OD820, their Overdrive Pro, mm, shortly after the Klon was released. And it, it features some of the same type of circuitry as the Klon. It has internal 18 volt, so it doubles from 9 volt to 18. And it also has, on the gain pot, it's a dual concentric pot, a dual gain pot that does a clean blend and gain. Oh, I like that. Just like the Klon. So basically they took some of the features of the Klon and applied it to a Tube Screamer circuit.
3: The perfect storm.
1: And, and they called it the Overdrive Pro, the Maxon OD820. And that pedal is also huge. Um, <laughs> like... it's, it's, it's about half the size of those original Origin compressors. Oh, wow. wow. It's in their classic series. Which are just like if you've ever seen the eighty nine nine nine, which is a great delay pedal that they make. They're in this huge enclosure. The circuit board takes up about mm, a quarter to a third of it. <laughs> of course, and the, but it, the but rest it's the, of the space is is for magic.
2: Yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the air around it creates the tone of the pedal.
1: That's right. Like, That's what I keep on thing. telling people they're making clone clones. It's the space. <laughs> it's that custom enclosure that's what it is the resonance
0: <laughs> yeah and the paint the paint color too that's right yeah it's like when you look at the inside of a of a fuzz face you're like what the why do i have a mic stand for a mic stand base for a pedal and like a nickel's worth of electronics in here what is going right. on
1: there's less than what's in my guitar
0: yeah inside of this pedal wow crazy pants. Uh, What do you got for number three? All right, so
1: number three, and this is pretty typical because I play a lot of contemporary Christian uh, genre style music and then some country. So you got to work on delay, right? Mm -hmm. We're all very thankful for The Edge and you too. (laughs) Uh, So uh, it would have to be the Stryman timeline.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a good one.
1: So this one, I remember when the pedal came out. Um, I remember some friends of mine being on the waiting list to get it, and I thought they were crazy, and then I played one of them. They finally got their timeline. I played it, and I, I ordered it that day.
0: Really? Such
1: a good pedal. And it does, it does things that other pedals. It's funny, it's been out, I, and I forget how long it's been out. I want to say it's been at maybe uh, nine 10 years
2: I think you're right it's it's one of the older ones in the in the series
1: yeah uh, so it's it's been out a while but still the uh the algorithms that are on it are just so good so clear the analog is great it has a really cool tremolo delay so that would be number three
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and then of course you've got a billion pre- you could put every song that you could ever play into the pedal
0: now, do you use all of those? Are you like everybody else is like, I have three.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I work back and forth between about four. I use about four to five of the algorithms. That's impressive. And so impressive, for actually. each of those, I kind of have a preset. <laughs> I, ha- I kind of have a preset that I go to. Like I use a dual delay. I typically run in stereo um, through the the next pedal, but I'll wait a second on that. Um, but I've got a dual delay that has a dotted on one side and a quarter note on the other side. I use the analog a lot. I use the tape echo a lot and then I'll use a lo-fi occasionally and then the trim low occasionally.
0: Well, there's a reason that everybody loves that pedal. Well, you just gave several oh, for of them sure. actually. So, <laughs> uh, how about number four?
1: So number four, I was kind of torn between two pedals. Um, but just for the sheer amount of power and the things that this can do, I'm gonna have to say the Line Six HX Stomp. Okay. the uh, the near near contender was an Eventide H Nine. Hmm. Um. So, and that one's a kind of utility, do it all type of pedal for me. But the HX having the ability to load your own impulse responses and you know, if, if anything ever happens, I can go straight direct. If the amp goes down live, being able to plug straight in. And plus the the reverbs, the delays, they're okay. They're hard to dial in for me. Um, I don't know if anybody's had the same experience, but the delays, it seems like the mix, you get to 40%, you can't hear it. You get to 50%, and it's blowing you away.
0: Mm. Oh, that's weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's just like some of the controls for the delays are a little a little tough for me, but the um, the reverbs are great. If I ever need to to do like a dual effect where one side's a phaser and the other side's a of vibrato, you know something super strange, you can route it on that pedal. I'm not saying that I would ever use that sound.
0: Yeah, is it, I'm not as familiar with that. Is this a? Is this about like a pretty large, but it sounds like it's got to be at least. No, so
1: this one, uh, it's about the size of the timeline.
0: So okay. you've, All right. you've probably seen like the, the Line 6 Helix,
1: that's yeah. the massive, the full, and then they have a rack that's just as big as the Kempers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is their little HX stomp unit.
0: Okay. So it has six of the blocks that you can fill up. Okay, I'm sure I've seen it, but I'm trying to picture
2: it in my head Yeah, right now. I, I think uh, it, Drew was talking about, about either that particular one or, or some of the things that he uses uh, on, it, on stage rigs.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's kind of similar to the Shimon layout. It's got the three uh, foot switches on the front of the pedal. And then it has the streaming layout. Your HX whole HX effects FX. chain.
0: Duh! I'm an idiot. No, not the HX FX,
1: The HX stomp.
0: Not the HS effects. I'm an idiot. The HX stomp. <laughs> yeah. No, Drew, Drew was talking about the HS HX effects. That's right. Okay. All
1: right. Yeah. no, the effects you can pull in whatever you want to. The stomp also has their their amp um, amp sim. And you can load in your own impulse responses.
0: Yes. So and you they're the same exact. And go
1: direct from this unit.
0: Isn't that crazy? That is. Now you can pull in
1: more effects it's on like the HSC. It's a full rig, and, and a
0: rig. It's like a full rig right there. Yep. It really, if I had a pedal board, if
1: I had to to fly and could only carry one pedal, that would be it. Interesting.
0: I'm going to have to get one of these little guys and check this get out. Get one, get one of each. Because I don't have one. Get two. These. You need two of each. I'm just saying, send (laughs) us one.
2: If if you're
3: Jared, you need two of each. Of course. two of these. Yeah. If uh, two's the minimum.
0: (laughs) Yes. Everything's stereo. Oh, that sounds pretty cool, man. And that's a white pedal, too. You got the, it's all white, right? No, it's black. It's all black, right? Like you were saying, Todd. Yeah, just like you were saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at one that's white, so I just, (laughs) I don't, yeah, it's a white one. You sure you're not looking at the negative image? I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have going to head him into
1: settings. Yeah. Uh,
0: high five, Tony, on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you a virtual high five that. on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best fun I've had all day. Um, all right, so uh, that's a pretty solid board you got there, Pally. Uh, I'm really intrigued by the HX Stomp, too, because I think that's something I'm... I'm not going to say it out loud. I'll muffle speak it like, I'm afraid something's going to happen during a live show and I'm going to be screwed. So that mm. might be something to, for me to look into. Um, awesome. So uh, we're going to get into the interview, but first we got to make a pit stop at Relay Recording and say thank you to John Finnell Uh, Hey, John. Yep, for uh, helping us out with uh, housing our show and for being just an all-around great guy. And on top of that, he is one heck of a recording engineer, mixer, masterer, producer extraordinaire um, because he loves guitar and he really, really, really understands guitar tone. I think Uh, he likes all instruments. He likes all instruments, but he loves guitar. uh, (laughs) Yep. So um, anyways, uh, if you are interested uh, in getting your music mastered, mixed, produced, engineered, recorded, all those things, any of those things, you can uh, go to johnfintel.com, J-O-N-F-I-N-T-E-L.com, and uh, also check out Uh, relayrecording.com. He's a good dude. So... Uh, that, we, thank we miss you, you John. John
3: we haven't seen you in a while yeah,
0: that he... is true we do miss him uh, interview time are you ready for your interview Mr. Man let's do it oh yeah okay good um, the floor is yours we're gonna take a break go ahead and talk and we'll be back in about uh, 20 no. <laughs> see
2: ya. oh my gosh that's how I felt last time dude my heart is racing right now don't do that to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you just gonna
2: text
0: me, Todd, when I should come back on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, oh, man. So, Dave. Um, you can't leave an introvert to just talk by himself <laughs> online. <laughs> we won't do that. We're gonna we're gonna walk you through this, with just like a, a lovely southern waltz. Yes, it's It'll gonna be, be beautiful. Um, all right. So, you uh, make the sea foam petals, and I. Uh, you've got a pretty wide range of them out there right now and they're beautiful. They look great. They sound great. They all look, at least all the ones we got, they were all the same color. It was kind of nice. You like line them all up. You're like, Hey, there's a whole family of this stuff here. Um, Thanks, Steve. How, how long have you been making the seafoam pedals?
1: So seafoam pedals started in 2014. I've been making pedals for about four years, just kind of messing around with small circuits I made tap tempos, expression knobs, volume knobs, and started into pedal modding, just like most builders do. Started uh, messing around. At the time, the big pedals were the Line 6 M9 and the Boss DD-20. Um, And this is right around 2010. So I started modding those pedals to take one tap tempo input together.
0: Mm.
1: And then I got circuitry, I made the DD-20 send Tempo over to the M9, and I thought I was a genius. Um, so just that modding made my friends start realizing, hey, he can mess with pedals. So a buddy of mine gets me to rehouse two of his pedals into one box, make a double-barrel style pedal from a, an original Morning Glory, a JHS Morning Glory, and a RC Booster. And so I put them both in one box, and he said, the only oh, man, thing I that wanted sounds awesome. Yeah. He's like, I want it in seafoam green, and I want cream knobs on it. And so I ordered this dual pedal um, for him, painted this color, and I put it together and just went, man, that's beautiful. And the buddy actually says, like, you should build all your pedals this color. And, you know, I took that dumb idea and I kept on doing it.
0: (laughs) That's cool. I, I mean... I like when people have like, this is a thing. This is a, you know, this is a thing I chose and, um, and it's working. It's, it's good. I hope if I ever tried doing anything like that, that I would have the wherewithal to do that. Um, or just get smart buddies. Yeah. Smart buddies. Well, that's a little late for that. Um, oh, gosh, <laughs> I don't know if you've met Tony and Jared. But <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, oh boy. No, I love them. Uh, so do you have, um, when you say you just started modding pedals, is that something that you just kind of went into blindly? Did you have a background in doing this kind of stuff or what?
1: My background is I say that I started college as an electrical engineer and that's true. I had one semester of electrical engineering at a uh, University of Alabama, and it was so big. And then I switched to a music degree at a smaller school here where I live. Um, wow! So I, honestly, I hated the math.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that a, that a boy. <laughs> I am no good with math either.
1: Uh, well, I was. The problem was I was good at it. I just had this massive headache every day after doing it at school.
0: I'm good at math too.
1: <laughs> and i just my, my, oh my gosh yeah so and i i just i love music i wanted to to play music write music teach music and so i figured i might as well do that at school i got a great opportunity with a scholarship to come to the school in mobile um, so i took it
0: now you said mo- uh, mobile 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 is, yeah. so so when people say where's mobile is that is that do we does everybody else get it wrong? It's mobile.
1: Yeah, typically everybody says mobile.
0: Yeah, or mobile. I no, no, no. can tell you from
1: out of town if you say mobile, Alabama. I knew it's it was mobile.
0: Mobile. Yeah, but he's got yeah. the accent he's got the emphasis at the it's mobile. A,
1: it's it's
3: mobile. I'm from Mobile. All right. Mobile, wow, burn. Mobile. All
0: right. Mobile. mobile yeah. Anyway, so want some uh,
3: more, Bill.
2: <laughs> OK, Jared,
3: before you insult the string
0: on
2: that, to,
1: <laughs> <laughs> before you insu- insult uh, all of Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to say, Todd, it's probably going to be another four years before I'm back on the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: <I'm laughs> no, I, so to put us on the map, this is the original Mardi Gras place.
0: Oh, really? Really?
1: Oh, yeah. So Mardi really. Gras originated in Mobile. And then moved on over to New Orleans. Huh? Why?
0: New Orleans. No, that's no—that's a whole other t- t- history class, Jared. We're not getting into that. It's uh, because they have better musicians in New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. for
3: sure. So now, yeah, okay,
0: okay. And, and much poorer musicians. Now I yeah. don't feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, you 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 exit out of electrical uh, engineering, but this brought you back in, I'm assuming
1: it did. I'd always been a
0: student after
1: that. I loved, um, kind of just the concept of creating something with circuitry. Uh, if I rewind all the way, you know, and I think every, every young boy did this, maybe like every toy that I would get that was electronic, I would completely take apart Mm -hmm. batteries, speaker, the circuit board, and just look at it. I don't think I would ever put it back together, but I just wanted to see the guts of stuff
0: yeah jared ate them so oh, it's not exactly perfect. the same thing but i was hungry I don't know. it's pretty close uh okay so fast forward from your childhood youth and then all the <laughs> way here so i found um i found a lot of good
1: resources online and i kind of kept on studying uh just in my own spare time i wasn't planning on building pedals but i just thought hey this is really cool like you can you can change an audio, an audio signal by sending it through different circuitry. So I just, I read the, the kind of breakdowns of different effects and what they do and how they do it. And that kind of led me into modding pedals. Uh, the first, first pedal I ever modded was a rat. And I did a couple different mods that I found online. And I just, I got into it. I loved it so much um, that I wanted to build something that was kind of like that. And so in 2010, I started kind of twining around with this circuit that I found online that was a transistor drive. The first time I plugged it in, it was just like a buzz machine. Of course, I, you know, I threw it in the closet, forget about it for a couple of years. But then um, when I rehoused the pedal and the guy told me, you should build all your pedals this color. I thought, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to do a brand, I might as well release an original pedal and let that kind of be the first one I release. So I started working towards this, this transistor drive. And the problem I was having with the circuit is I, I loved it because it wasn't op amp like your typical bluesbreaker or, um or RAT or Klon or Tube Screamer. This one was really wide open. It sounded like an amp just got turned up a little bit. But the, the trade off was it was really buzzy and fuzzy in the top end. Like you would turn it up, and you would get way more of that cone cry, where the speaker—oh you know, gosh, that's a cool that
0: word. I've never heard that word,
1: cone cry. Cone cry is towards the tail end of notes when the speaker is kind of giving out a little bit, and yeah. you hear that. Yeah, right towards the end. So the the trade off with the circuit sounding so huge and wide open, and not really cutting off a lot of low end and high end, um, and having that preset op amp to do your to do amplification, it was, you got a lot of that, you know, a lot of low-end flub, a lot of high-end buzz and kind of fizzle up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started looking through ways to filter that out, but still keep the, the massive EQ kind of scope. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kept on designing it, and I started building like little just one-knob pedals of this, uh, of this circuit and just selling them to friends. And I think I sold those for, I don't know, the price I had them, which was like 30 or 40 bucks, just to a bunch of friends. And they started using them and loving them just, you know, just to crank the gain up a little bit. It was basically like a boost, but it had a little bit of drive in it. And um, I just thought, Hey, I'm going to send one of these to this pro player. I know his name is Sean Tubbs at the time he played with Carrie Underwood. And so I just thought, you know, if he, because he was demoing some pe- pedals, I said, you know, if he, if he got this pedal and he liked it and he put it on his board, that was the dream for me. Like, if I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it legit and see if I can get some pro players backing it. So I sent him a pedal, and the dude takes time out of his schedule to call me, and he he literally told me he's like, man, I get I get ten boxes a week. Like, he gets ten pedals, new pedals every week for him to try what? out. Um, <laughs> But he took, he took time, he called me, talked to me for 30 minutes about the pedal, and essentially told me that it sounded okay, the gain doesn't really do anything. He's like, you got to make it actually do something, because it, right now it just sounds like a boost. He's like, also, the guts look like a kindergartner wired it up. Ouch. So you're going to have to do something about that. And so, yeah, I, I picked my pride back up off the floor, and I kept on kind of designing it a little bit. And by this point, so that was around uh, 2015 is when I sent the first one. Um, and, and I we were having kids. Right now we have three kids. At the time, we had one kid. We just had a kid, so I put the pedals on the back burner because this has always been an, an external thing for me. More like a creative outlet than like a full-time business. Uh, so... It was on the back burner in 2017. Another friend of mine said, hey, that low tide pedal that used to sell to friends, I want to buy one. And so I, I was thinking about Sean Tubbs advice about making it, you know, putting the circuit board in it and making them legit. So I, uh, I started researching into how to do that. And I, I got a, a CAD program for the computer and put in my whole schematic. And this is one that i would kind of been working on on and off for seven years, you know. Um, uh, and so by that time, the first, the original transistor circuit that I'd gotten, it was so far removed from that first circuit that it was something kind of unique on its own. Uh, and I'm sure there's other circuits cause there's only so many ways you can clip an audio signal. I'm sure there's other circuits that are close to it. Um, but so I put my schematic in, I've laid out the PC board and I got the first order of of pc boards back that had been manufactured and i'm populating them and it was just it was so cool to see something that it was so handmade and then all of a sudden it looks like all these other pedals that i've seen people that i've seen other companies produce cool it it was like that was the light bulb moment like hey i could actually do this so i I sent sean one of those i ordered 10 of them because that was the minimum (laughs) that i could do (laughs) Uh, so my buddy bought one, and he paid. He actually paid for the whole batch by buying one. Wow! And then I sent, um, I sent Sean one. I sent a few other friends, mm-hmm. just kind of session players and live players, friends of mine. And so he tries it out. And he says, "Yeah, man, this thing is is really good. It could use some tweaking in these areas." He gave me a great piece of advice for any pedal builder listening. Um, he gave me this advice that if you design a pedal on the bridge pickup, he's like, especially the bridge pickup of a Tele, if it works on that position, it'll pretty much work with anything else. Oh, yeah. That's good advice. I I just thought that was great advice from this pro player. So I I did that. I got my Tele, put it on the bridge pickup, plugged into like a Fender Deluxe Reverb, and just made it work in that scenario. And then he sent me back a recording of him playing it, which was super useful because I was like, man, the bass is way too heavy. Mm. And so you'll see some low tide. And this is the low tide circuit I'm talking about. You'll see some low tides floating around out there. I think I made about 30 or four. They only have four knobs. Um, it's funny because one of my friends still gets kind of picky about, uh, about his four knob low tide. and like, bro, they're the same circuit. I just added a bass knob
3: but
1: no, he wants, he wants the old, which is fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I sent him that one. And then 2017, he, uh, he says, yeah, man, this is a great pedal. I'd love to demo it for you. So he demos and that really puts c phone pedals on the map for the first time. All of a sudden Sean Tubbs has demoed my pedal and I'm getting requests like crazy, like, you know, to send to, to send to different people and to send to the shops and let people try it out, hear it.
0: That's awesome, man. That's, that's really cool. That's a good story. I like a good story behind a pedal origin. Um, I'll take a bad story too. If you're a funny enough <laughs> chap, <laughs> I'll give you some of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. So you, you got that one out there. That's cruising along. Um, I think that's, that might be the first one that we talked about um, when we, Uh, connected Uh, so from there you're just off to the races
1: yeah so after the after the low tide and after the that release of the five knob I'm extremely happy with the circuit I start looking to design a second and it's one of those that I don't want to take it lightly I don't want to copy something that's already out there for one thing this is this is the third job that I do. It's not worth the time if I'm just going to clone something and sell a bunch of them. Absolutely. I want to make something that's truly unique that you don't really find somewhere else. And I know people use that for a marketing thing, but it's, it's, I, mean, I hope you hear my honesty in this. I don't want to make something that somebody else has made, especially if they make it better, and I'm just doing a, a kind of clone of it. That hurts my heart to think, Why would I be creative and put in all this effort to make the circuit board and produce these things? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is probably why I may not do a delay ever, because I don't know if I can compete with the timeline.
0: Well, that's a pretty high bar there, Buckaroo. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You could make a really simple delay and make it really great. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I started thinking about what am I going to design next, and um, I had at the time I had an EP booster on my board. Um, speaking of exotic, so and I, I found myself using it as an on all the time type of pedal, which most people kind of do that with the pedal. It has this mid scoop, really nice thing that, especially if you're playing a Vox style amp, mm-hmm. it kind of evens out everything.
2: That's my favorite.
1: Which is, which is cool, and so I was playing a. I had a hammered AC15 at the time, and I switched over to a. Um, I started playing kind of Fender style, like a Fender Deluxe style amp a little bit more. It was actually a Morgan SW22, which is it's like a Fender Deluxe reverb with a solid state rectifier. Gotcha. Um. So I started playing that. The EP Booster wasn't really cutting it yet, but I still played AC30s when I was doing studio sessions. So I wanted something that kind of gave me that boost option that I was looking at. And I just decided, hey, you know what, I'll just make a boost and I'll kind of give it all the options that I would like in a boost pedal. Because with the EP Booster, I thought it was really cool, but I was using a separate drive to just add a little bit more And so I I would use those, if I wanted to use those, I would use them kind of with each other, like in tandem together, um, instead of one by itself. So I started looking into designing a boost circuit, and I wanted it to be really simple, but I'm not simple, so it ended up getting more and more (laughs) complex. Uh, So over the course of a few months, I I designed this thing that had two three-way switches on it. And I ended up, the first drawing was one switch, one knob, just boost. <laughs> uh, but I kind of worked myself up, and I was gonna do two tiny knobs, two three way switches, and one big knob for a, a mini boost. and I just I was like, man, that's way too many too many things. And so I scaled it back. I took the knobs off uh, two of the knobs. I left one knob and I did two three way switches one of one is four. Um, just a clean option, a drive option, and then uh, basically the drive option is a kind of lifted circuit from like a tube screamer gain stage. Gotcha. And then the third option is the clean boost going into that gain stage, just for like a, a boosted into distortion type of sound. And then I did three tone options instead of a tone knob, so just like full full blown one that has. A little bit low-end cut, a little, little bit high-end cut, and the one that just has low-end cut uh, for some different options for tone. And then I, I want to say it was my wife that had the idea to make the knob light up instead of putting an LED in it and then calling it the lighthouse.
0: Because see, you know, every good man's behind. got a good woman <laughs> behind her, right? I mean... Yep. Yeah.
1: So at uh, the... Uh, yeah, I won't tell you what she said when the first the first drawing came back, but yeah, she's uh, she's funny. Uh, so the so that one, oddly enough, so like when you're designing these pedals, you order rounds of basically prototyping PC boards. So like you prototype it on a breadboard, and then you go and you put it in your CAD program on the computer, mm-hmm. and you draw your schematic. You you. Lay out a PC board, and then you order them in. And then most of the time, you know, probably... If you're if you're way more advanced than I am, your, your first one probably works every time, your prototype. For me, I miss small things. So there's a few orders of prototyping boards that go on before I ever release something. Um, but with the Lighthouse, the first prototyping board came in, and it was great. Loved it, so... I was able to pop those into enclosures and and sell those first thing.
0: That's fantastic. I like that the uh, there is an option floating out there for the EP boost because that is it's such a great pedal. But depending on what your amp you're working with or what kind of tone you're actually trying to to go for, the magic thing that it does could be fighting you a little bit, um, especially if you're trying to cut. You know, through the mix a little bit. So, yeah, um, uh, that's that's a handy thing out there, people. If you've been trying the EP, or you've had one, or you're just saying like, I don't want an EP because everybody's got an EP, then <laughs> this is a, a, a really good option for that. Um, you're you've got another, uh, you know, I think maybe your big one out there. If you want to talk about the Trident really quick, because that's that's an impressive pedal. When you get something on it with six knobs, and three uh, multi-switches, you know you're in business. So let's hit that real quick.
1: (laughs) All right. So like I said in the fourth floor, the Maxon OD-820 is one of my favorite drive pedals ever. I I mean, I'll say it's my favorite drive pedal ever. And so because I was using, um, after the low tide came out, I've been using previous versions of it, but I always had that Maxon Ode820 on the board. And I started looking at it like, man, this thing is huge. You know, you you do different board layouts and you just go, if this pedal was the size of a normal pedal, I could fit two other pedals on this board. Uh, But it's not. And so, you know, but my my whole mindset is I don't want to just rip a circuit. So when I, I thought about, you know, what would be the best way to release a pedal that's like this, but in a format that somebody hasn't seen before. Uh, so I started designing and, and kind of, you know, I have the brain trust of guitar friends that live around me, just good friends of mine that I'll call and talk to for hours, just like dreaming up stuff. Like what if we did this or this, or this. And so I started kicking around the idea of like, what if I made a circuit that's like the OD820, but made it different in some way. And uh, I want to say, I think it was a, a session buddy of mine that's in Nashville was like, man, you should, you should find a way to mix it with another effect so that like you have two effects in one pedal essentially. And so I started looking down that road, like and my first thought was, you know, maybe a chorus or a reverb or a delay or, you know, something mixing drive with those. And a lot of that has been done before. Um, but then I had the thought, what if I actually mixed it with a good three-bandy cue? And, of course, like in one of those dreaming conversations with a friend of mine, I was talking about, you know, what if, what, what do you think if I just put like a three-bandy cue on it? And he was like, oh, you mean like the Wampler Clarksdale? I was like, dang it. And <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and so, and, and so, like in talking with him, I was going – well what if what if each band of EQ had its own gain knob and the more I thought down that that trail, I just went, you know what I would need three parallel circuits of this huge pedal in one tiny pedal like that would be too many guts to put inside one pedal and plus I have a I have a preamp circuit that I just love I use this burr brown op amp that's just it's a beautiful kind of a buffer and boost circuit. And I set up the front end of all my pedals and the back end of all my pedals with that one circuit. Um, and that one's free for you guys listening.
0: <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the idea. Um, I'm, I'm amazed that you got all this into that little pedal. Um, but this would also be just in case you ever want to do like a, you know, uh, take a cue off of um, Electro Harmonics and do like a deluxe size, you know, uh, on a bigger format. That that would also be you know really nice and really impressive, you know, special run. I'm just saying. Huh? That'd be cool. So
1: so uh, there's a local shop that I love that carries my pedals. And one of the texts there was saying, he's like, man, the Trident, he's like, just for, like, your your guitar player that just wants a Tube Screamer. He's like, this pedal is such a hard sell because it is it's three in one pedal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, you should look into doing, like, the 500 Series Euro Rack, you know, for all of the, the synth guys that are out there. Mm-hmm. And actually, like do outputs and inputs for each band of EQ, so they can go and put whatever other effects just on the mid range, or just on the treble, or just on the bass that they want to. He's like, just imagine if somebody plugged in like a a synth bass into this, and they wanted to kind of they wanted to put a flanger on the mid range, and like a sub bass just on the low end, and then like you know put you know kind of an air type of overdrive on the treble.
0: That's a lot. That's a like lot I of different could, sounds. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's that's something for sure. <laughs> but uh, that was that was the origination of that. Um, so I took I took the ODH OD twenty circuit. I replaced their buffer, their boost um, with one that I like much better, and I kind of tweaked the circuit where it doesn't go as crazy or as it's crazy on both sides for the low gain and the high gain. I really want it to be voiced. When like somebody turns it on with every knob at 12 o'clock, I want it to be perfect. Yeah. And then you can tweak from there. And that's the way that I test gear. Yeah. Like If something doesn't sound good with all the knobs on the amp at 12 o'clock, the guitar all the way up, all the knobs on the pedal at 12 o'clock, I'm not going to take my time to keep on tweaking and tweaking.
0: That's that's um, what Tony and I were discussing. I can make it sound... We were uh, messing with uh, the small sound, big sound mini, and uh, I, I just said, "Just put it all at twelve, man." Think sounds yep. amazing, and, and boom, high noon didn't have to do much else. Um, I think that's a big part of designing. Yeah, you you want to get
1: all of your your levels to where when the knobs are there at twelve o'clock, that's how you want the pedal to sound.
0: So you've shared two, like I think at least two really good, piece, you know, little nuggets of information. Um, the the noon thing, which you know we've we've heard from other builders say that, but maybe someone who hasn't listened to the show uh, as many times or something may not have heard that. Uh, you also dropped the whole um, uh, the piece of advice about designing with a telebridge pickup. That one, yes. And so, my, I guess my question, as we're going to uh, be wrapping this up, is: Do you have any like? uh one or two other really great pieces of advice, something that you've learned that really helped you or that was passed on beyond beyond besides those things? Um
1: that's a big question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For me, probably just the community that comes with building pedals and being able to reach out to people and ask questions and just knowing that a lot of a lot of these people that we view as either big companies or kind of the bigger boutique or small companies. They're, they're just guys and girls like us and they want to help. It's crazy how much people want to help. I've had, um, I've had, I've made good friends and I've had people just send over pieces of advice and pieces of knowledge that I needed for a particular project. Um, Like by offering, even sending their Eagle files, like their schematics, their, their code for certain things. But that comes from also being giving and, and being open and being friendly to these people too. Mm-hmm. So my my piece of advice for anybody that wants to build pedals or um, is kind of stuck somewhere and you're trying to design something, reach out to a friend or make go make a new friend. Reach out to somebody through their site, through their Instagram, and ask for advice there It's closer to a person than you think it would be.
0: Yeah. I I think that is pretty solid advice. I, I, you know, I'm not even building stuff and I I just, I love talking to the builders. Obviously that's why we do the show, but aside from what's on the show, you know, when just through Instagram and stuff, just having these conversations and and people are so eager, like you said, and and communicative and supporting each other, um, it, it is really great to see uh, when people are commenting on posts, or you know, it, it's good. And I, you know, I don't know if other hobby sort of worlds are as much like that, maybe. And you know, I'm sure they're they're friendly, but to the degree that they help, because everything in life. Not everything, but a lot of things in life can feel like a competition. And you know, if you've got some secret, um, I, I know at least for myself, when I was coming up in the design world um, and and learning tricks and, and stuff of the trade with um, uh, design and computers and all that stuff, is like uh, there were a lot of people that just man, they would not share their knowledge. Is like nope. That's mine. That's gonna make me my name, and that's what that's I'm. That's my gold. My gold, you know. My bubbles. Um. So to have somebody that just freely gives that is is really fantastic. I, I think people.
1: I mean, if you if you really start looking into it, there's only so many ways to clip an audio signal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's only so many ways that you can build a pedal. Um, and it's like the competition thing is almost like being a musician in Nashville. You have to do it right, and you have to be a nice person about doing it too. Yeah, because everybody's a pro player there, and just like you know, you, you reach out to any company, and everybody is a great builder. Like all these, all these other boutique builders like me, they've done their homework. They've designed something that they really love and personally use.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and that's why you can be open because you can trust whoever has done it too. Like another company, I know they put in the effort, they put in the work, and they're not asking for a handout from me. And they're asking because they're legitimately stuck somewhere.
0: Yeah. So when you get a pedal from somebody, or you see a pedal, uh, especially like you know if you go to a show or whatever and you pick it up, like, are you uh? Are you, no, without hearing it, let's say, let's say you can't hear it. Are you uh, a knobs guy or a graphics guy or a, I don't know. I'm a, I pick
1: the pedal up and I push the stomp switch about a hundred times. And I don't know why I do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's I know fun. the only thing it's I'm fun. doing let's is just, just like doing honest. the life
1: cycle of that switch. Yeah. Um, but like, I'll look at the pedal if I can, if there's a screwdriver around. I'll open it up and look at the guts of the pedal. Yeah, um, that's that's just what I want to see because I, I want to see I'm I'm a knob layout and design guy. I want to see like are the knobs laid out in a cool way? Does it does it make sense? Like, could I just look at the pedal and immediately dial in something?
0: Yeah, solid man. Well, Dave, I really appreciate you sharing uh the story of uh your pedals and uh how you got started and uh, all of the uh all of the little bits of wisdom and in a you know in sort of a slow southern way I might say.
1: All right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. just gonna let Tony, that ride. Jared, thank you all so much for having me on this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you're yeah.
3: welcome. Yeah. You're welcome, but not so fast, my friend. You're not getting away. No, no. Uh (laughs) It's uh, one of our favorite times of the show. And that's a little uh, ditty we like to sing. Uh, It goes like this. Would you rather... All right.
0: That's a short (laughs) one. You got to get on with your anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think
3: so. (laughs) Okay. That's all we'll say about that. This is from our buddy James Pennington. He's a new executive producer. Thank That's you, right, James. Welcome, uh, welcome aboard. Would you rather pick between listen to this Jimi Hendrix full nineteen seventy rig, which is just full of Marshalls and all sorts of Jimi Hendrix-y stuff, or <laughs> Stevie Ray's? Well, let's does, let, th- does the jacket big come giant with it? Rig. Yes, the jacket with the big giant gold <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Or do you or, want Stevie Ray Vaughan's rig? War from nineteen eighty-seven. Okay. But you can't use a Fender Stratocaster. What's your guitar choice? So this is really a guitar. You know, what are you going to choose? What are you going to choose to play through these two rigs? Yeah. And uh whatever your guitar you pick,
0: the G string pops. Yes. <laughs> so you've got you've got no G string. You can't so use definitely a str- not
1: a floating bridge.
0: <laughs> you right. can't use a strat, so hooray for that. Um and then so let's talk this just really quickly identify a couple common out al- a couple things on, uh, on like so on Jimmy's rig, um uh, Tony and Jared and everybody chime in. So we got big giant Marshall stacks. Bigs, yeah, we got. Uh, would that be fuzz? You know, face the time. The fuzz.
3: The fuzz face. Fuzz you got face, the uh, wah pedal. The uh, what's the phaser thing to use, Tony? Oh, the Univive. um, yeah, uh, the Univibe. Yep. Yeah. Yep yep, yep. yep. Yep.
0: So Univibe, fuzz face, and a and a, a wah pedal, a of wah course, pedal. a Crab right. Baby wah and, pedal, uh, and the big smart, the big giant Marshall's cranked, cranked.
3: Yeah, with then, the roadies behind him trying to hold him up. And then, then Matt, lighter and lighter
0: fluid. Yes. Yep. And then we got uh, we got Stevie Ray, who um, I'm not as as up on all of the. I know of, uh, tube screamer. He's a tube screamer guy, right? Uh,
2: that would have been. I mean, that was an effect that he used. But I mean, the, I think you know, a lot of his tone came from uh, A lot of the amps
3: yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's a Fender used, guy right yeah because he would amps. yeah he would use fender like vibroluxes that were modified mm-hmm, um yeah. i think maybe by paul rivera i'm not I, if i'm i can't remember there was one of the the builders that went on uh later but did all, a lot of the mods down in texas and um i mean and he was obviously known for strats um but yeah, you know, there there are a couple of other you know part straps. Pretty that, clean that tones. Played. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm guessing he probably had some compression on that too. Yeah. I mean, and, and he
0: and he had a wah. Cool. He, he used a wah. So wah. So Tony Baloney, what are you doing here? Uh,
2: I'm gonna say. Uh, I think I am going to go with the uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan rig. Mm. Because I really, I mean, I have nothing
0: you like against Marshall stuff.
2: I do. I. I mean, I, I can't help it. Although his amps were modded, uh, I think that they were, you know, a little higher output, a little darker, probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's that's yeah, that's definitely more up my alley than you know jimmy's 8x12 cabinets and all those fun things what kind of guitar are you taking i'm going to just take a telecaster
0: all right there you that's go that's because a t- a tele- that is the swiss army knife of guitars it, see that's a weird thing to say because it's not the swiss army knife it's the exact yeah, opposite of a swiss a strat army knife. Is a swiss army knife <laughs> <laughs> no strat is hammer. Not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a <laughs> Swiss Army <laughs> hammer. Swiss Army hammer. I like that. That's a better Swiss
3: better Army way to hammer. put
0: it. Exactly. Uh Jared, how about yourself?
3: I will go with the Jimi Hendrix rig and uh, you know, custom less Paul.
0: Meh, yeah, all right. Meh. Yeah, what, what color or, is custom yeah,
2: what are you gonna have some moxes on there and maybe a couple of uh you know Drew Foppy thingies? gentlemen sure yeah
0: well yeah, yeah especially that rig you need one of those yeah, i would think and, you need uh, at least two it's gonna go <laughs> gentlemen yeah, well, ox gentlemen ox my
3: my <laughs> i'll take my personal 1979 natural less
0: ball that is really darked out you know okay perfecto dave what are you doing
1: sweet man i gotta say tony took mine i'm not happy about that
2: well you could we well, can share I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm an easy Tony guy to get along with. Tony likes it when people share with him. We can have joint custody.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. For for, <laughs> for me, it's the, uh, it's the Steve Ray Vaughn rig. I've just lived in the Fender world of amps more than the Marshall world. And so I would know what to get from a Tube Screamer and those and a telly.
2: Yes. Very good. Mm. We're on the same team. We have our own island. I know what Todd's going to do. What, what just do you tellies,
1: next? tube screamers, and fender amps.
2: <laughs> I think I can predict what you're going to do, Todd. What, do you, what am I going to? What are you going to predict? I'm not going to. I'm just going to say aha when I when you say it. He's really? going to wait till you say it. Say, I'm going to wait till you say you it thought. so I can okay. say aha.
0: <laughs> um, all right, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to go for the Marshall stack. Aha! Yeah, knew it. I didn't. <laughs> I, I figured you thought i'd take something else Tony. i Boy. thought you were gonna go the other direction actually no um and i'm going to take uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go over to, to our friend billy rowe at uh, rock and roll relics and i'm gonna ah, get yeah. one of his starfighter carved tops with a uh a, a gold a, a gold glitter top that's what mm. i'm doing yes you sure you don't want purple glitter um purple what P- positive i'm positive <laughs> and that's got the filter trons in it which is kind of cool so actual
2: filter trons
0: yeah wow yeah how so, about that how about that and it's a yeah so i'd be excited about that i would be very happy with all of that uh so that was a good one from uh from our friend james pennington james out Pennington there in, james. Uh, out there in west virginia so hello in west virginia all right, Dave. Uh, we really appreciate you being on the show. Where can people buy these amazing pedals you've been talking about?
1: Well, cool. Thanks, Todd. So go go over to seafoampedals.com, com, and for you knobs and all the listening knobs out there, we're going to do a fifteen percent off discount.
3: Nice. So just enter
1: nice. discount nice. code guitar knobs, and uh, we'll apply that fantastic
0: sweet i think uh, yes that's uh, so this is gonna be a whole bunch of new seafoam green pedals on boards i can feel (laughs) it i can smell it a bunch of little lighthouse knobs out there and stuff um awesome well we really appreciate that. It is very generous of you and especially in these uh trying times we're in everybody needs a little helping hand so um awesome stuff from seafoam pedals thank you so much dave uh, thank
1: you, Todd. Thank you, guys. you really oh,
0: You bet. Uh, Tony Baloney, you want to thank a yes. few people, and then um, we will outro ourselves, and Dave can get back to his beautiful family. You got it. So
2: we have a group of supporters
0: that are
2: patrons of this podcast. And if you're wondering how you might just want to be a patron, I want you to go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs you'll get there and there's a couple of different levels in which you can participate and each level comes with a, an, a, a, an incredible bevy of prize packages not to mention qualifications for giveaways oh the giveaways oh, there's so many giveaways there's a special level we call it our executive producer level and one of the things, in addition to all those great things like barefoot buttons and T-shirts and stickers and picks and all kinds of things, one of the things that executive producers get is, Jared, you get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. And that's what I'm going to do right now. So I would like, along with all of our other knobs, like the thank... Our executive producers. Let's start with I'm gonna go from our oldest producer, not by age, but by participation mister Tom Barazin. Martin Cliff, John Daly, Chris Carney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk. Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterley, Tim Nowak, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, James Pennington, our provider of the Would You Rather this evening. Adam Johnson, Mark Garten, and Steve Keys. Yes. Oh, but wait! But uh, wait! What? Wait! Stop, Todd! Do not interrupt me, because I was on a roll. Mm. There's a level that's part of the executive producers. That's right. But they're very, very special. They get two varies, and that's we right. like to call them our grand poobas. That's right. They are our fez-wearing brethren. That helps support this podcast and make put a smile on all the listeners' faces. That's right. <laughs> so let's thank our grand poobas, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster,
3: Sean S yes.
2: and Tom Manasco.
0: Right on. Thank, thank you, you. Each and every one of you. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much, uh, Tony Baloney. Where can people find you?
2: Well, let's just say you need a special pick guard for a special someone. Maybe it's your your wedding anniversary, mm. and you want to have a special pick guard put on your guitar. Go over to PickGuardian.com and check out some of the things that I have to offer. Uh, there's some things that you can order straight off the th- out of the gate. Uh, but there's others that I just have some ideas listed. If you need something, shoot me an email. We'll discuss it, and we'll get something together for you. Just perfect. Um, you can also see some of the projects and things that we talk about on my Instagram feed, which is Pick Guardian and the Number
0: One. Hmm. And Jared, how about yourself?
2: Well,
3: if you uh, you need some pickups, uh, go to com. see what I have to offer. I do stuff that's new that looks old to match your old guitar. <laughs> or your new guitar. Um, or your new guitar, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and uh, I do rewinds and all that good stuff. So, Do you have old stuff that looks like new? I do. <laughs> but uh, you can see that stuff on Instagram. That's and true. I do not sell that on the
0: website. That's true. So, uh, yes, huh? Yeah, he make some fantastic pickups, everybody. Uh, you can send me and hey, email. Todd, how can people get a hold of you? Well, um, they can send me an email, <laughs> Todd at theguitarknobs You can also DM me on Instagram. I Love talking with everybody. We would love to hear your uh, your would you rather's. Definitely. Um, we we need we need new would you rather's. Uh, and we want to hear from people out there who are in different kinds of genres and into different things and all kinds of stuff. So uh, send those in, and uh, make sure you go over and check out Dave Denton's work at Seafoam Pedals and get your 15% off with the Guitar Knobs code. That is outstanding. Nice. Heck of a deal. Dave, thank you again so much. Uh, We really appreciate you spending the time, and we're glad that we finally got this episode done.
1: Thank Excellent. you, Dante. Thank you, guys. Jared, Tony. Great yes. to you guys. Yeah, it, take, too, it takes
2: a pandemic to bring us all together and get a full episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, continued success <laughs> to you, my friend. Uh, everybody Thanks else out so there, have a that. great guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. Getting <laughs> all sweaty and stuff. Uh, Jared. Jared. Or less. Jared, stop. I can't hear you. Yeah, I, I know. can't hear you. What?
2: That's right, Jared. Just play all the
0: strings. All that dang old business, tell you what. <laughs> I'm using all my fingers. <laughs> American woman, this is what I
3: say That's a really hard song to
0: sing and play at the same time. Especially if you America. don't know the word. <laughs> well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at. Guitar knobs. Catch you next time.